I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast we can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. We're here in the chill zone. My name's Scott, here with Rye. How are you, pal? What's happening, Hoops? Well, it's Equalizer 3 weekend. <laughs> okay, and, okay, okay. And the world is a buzz about the new Denzel trilogy capper that people were just clamoring for. I love Diane Keaton. <laughs> he does. It's um, true. You're being facetious, but I right. think it's going to be good. What do you think? I mean, if you watch it on TNT in a year and a half, it might be. The funny part is, is it'll get right to that free commercial-laden stream within weeks. The Equalizer 3, this is famously Denzel's only... Equalizer 2 was the first sequel he ever did. And now is you know the second sequel he ever did, the third one. I believe you are leaving out Mo Better Blues 2. <laughs> Back to the blues. Fuck, that one missed me somehow. Mm, it's a good one. But, I mean, the second one famously shot in Marshfield, so it had that going for it. I saw it in the theater and was like, this is a fine action movie. I think we talked about this recently. Like, they're passable. They're good, like, dad action movies. Yeah, I believe I saw them, at least one of them, if not both of them, in the theater with my dad. Will you be seeing this one in the theater? With or without your father? I probably will see it in the theater. I don't really know. Like, I'm sure you or Rion would go to it with me, just in terms mm. of lining up schedules is always a pain. Usually I can try to rope Lucy into a movie on Sundays if I bribe her, mm. and I think this might be the one. She'll hate it. What? She'll be bored out of her mind. What kind of bribe is it usually? Usually like? food. Yeah, a fun bite. A bite, yeah. That's a good bribe. Oh, yeah. The movies. I haven't been in a bit. I definitely didn't go this past week. I been since talk to me I don't think I have maybe we take a little trip down to the trailer corner and we jog our memories about it just queued itself up by accident so the magic of the movies here we go this, this new... is yeah David Fincher's new one uh, the killer starring Michael Fassbender a Netflix original but this looks like a real movie you can already tell it's got that Trent Reznor score he does all of his um this movie looks cool, I will say. This is actually the fourth installment in the Equalizer franchise. <laughs> they wish. This looks sick. Are you in on this? Yeah, this looks awesome. Is that Susan Sarandon? I don't think so. She's like destroying phones, killing people. He's doing a cool voiceover narration where he says, stick to the plan. Do you think we get to see his big, thick cock in this? <laughs> Can only hope. Just dangling down. Oh, Tilda's in this? Yes. We all love the Malkovich script. Hmm. This looks sick. Does this look like a real movie, Netflix originalized? It does, indeed. It looks way better than Mank, David Fincher's last movie, which was a bit of a snoozer. Anyone who says they like Mank is lying. I'm inclined to agree with you, although I don't always agree with that take. I think in Mank's case, it's right on the money. 
I I'm gonna say how do I get rid of this? I don't want this on here anymore. They also released a trailer for Ferrari, which I think Ferrari cake kind of fun, and it just premiered somewhere and people are raving about the it. Venice Film Festival. Friend of the show Patrick Dempsey is in that as well. Oh. Which made me laugh. That makes me think, why are we not at the Venice Film Festival? Um, because we would never be allowed. Did our invitations get lost in the mail? They must have, right? I love the idea of you being on your phone in the middle of the premiere of like <laughs> Ferrari. And, like, Michael Mann would be so mad. Penelope Cruz is leaning over like, turn off your phone, <laughs> you fucking Philistine. Me with the brightness up all the way. You fucking piece of shit. How dare you disrespect this film? Um, I have a hot take that okay. Ferrari is going to be a slog. What do you think? I think this is your take about most movies, <laughs> especially ones that Michael are... Mann, I love like eight out of ten of his movies, but Black Hat is what I always come back to, and this feels like it's going to be a, another Black Hat. <laughs> I watched Thief the other day for like the third time. God, that movie's cool as hell. And no, nah, I can't even roll with this troll. It's like, Adam Driver's great. I have, I, I we, like you said earlier, we need this to be good. We need it. Yeah, we need a real movie of substance. And I think it looks cool. Did you watch the trailer? No, we don't I don't need to really watch trailer. trailers. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool to go in fresh. I well, when you watch a trailer, you you get all these preconceived notions. Like I don't understand. There is no to me. There is no upside to watching a trailer. I just like to. They used to like put more into making them entertaining on their own, like it being its own thing. No, I get it. Instead of just like spoiling the movie, showing you all the money shots, just to ensure that they get butts in those seats. Well, the movie business is in such dire straits that I think that they really just do whatever to, like you say, to get people in the seats. They don't. They, they show every like cool. They yes. show all the coolest shots, especially for like action or any of these superhero gobbledygook movies. We're just we're amongst the TikTok generation in the sense that people really don't have any form of attention span anymore, and if you bore them, they're gone. Mm. Myself included. I mean, you give you have a few minutes with me. Although people are flocking to Oppenheimer, it just passed the eight hundred mil mark. It's uh, I think the second highest grossing R-rated movie ever. What's the first, dude? Where's my car? <laughs> I do believe that is correct. Duda, sweet. Um, that movie is uh, bad but good. It's a ten out of ten. I myself, I don't think I'll ever watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> it's funny, like I don't know. I didn't love it. I thought it was a little boring. Everyone I talked to was like, I thought it was like the most stirring piece of work. And people- They're I, lying. I, they're not lying. People don't do that. <laughs> like, no one's telling way. the truth. Why would they do that? That's just crazy. But like, I do feel silly every time I have to be like, I thought it was boring. And people are like, it was a five-star masterpiece. Wave your board flag high. <laughs> you should be proud. Honestly. People, and they're not lying. Like that, it's the George Costanza. You don't, it's not a lie if you believe it. Mm. They, it's groupthink. Somebody okay. gets out of a movie like that. They go out on a rant about how excellent it is. Everybody knows that it's probably going to be the movie that wins all the Oscars, especially this year. Mm. So everybody just kind of watches it, and they don't want to be contradictory. They don't want to get into a thing. And also, it's in the back of their mind. They've heard so many people say it that it's good. It's hard for them to even imagine that they're bored. 
They go into it with really high hopes and they leave with like this faux reality of they're like, oh, you know, just like everybody else, got a kick out of it. Mm. And then they don't have to have a thing. Like sometimes it's hard to disagree with people when you hated something. And I know this because I hate everything. Mm. Bringing it up with people, what do you mean that you didn't think that, you know, the firm was gripping or whatever the fuck? I know what you mean. I feel like there's probably some people like that. I feel like most people are just trying to... Even I, I'm just like going to stuff hoping for the best. I'm like, please just let me find something in this movie. Your take movie is always legit. To Yeah, I'm never like goofing. If I'm like hating on something, it's because like it really upset me. And it breaks my heart to do it, but I got to just tear it apart. Good for you. <laughs> Parsons gets it. That was a quiet one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's been like rough goings. I mean, the movies are in turmoil. And we're trying to sort our way through it. Barbie, Air, The Covenant. Only good movies of the year. There's been more, but I can't think of them in this moment. It's been a weird year. I was going to say rough. I'll say weird, which is a little better than rough. Isn't that weird? (laughs) I think it's been the weirdest movie year of our lives, in fact. I mean, we lived through the late 90s and the early 2000s when they were just ripping off hits, as we've done ad nauseum here on the program. You really never realize how good you have it. I wonder if in 10 more years we'll be looking back like, Oh, God. Can you think about how bad it is now? Like, we thought we had it bad in 2023. And, wow, it's fucking fucked up to consider. The turkeys that'll be coming out in 10 years. When the writer's strike and actor's strike has never ended, and pretty much every movie being made is just this, like, fabricated AI green screen (laughs) VR nightmare. Like, 5D smell-o-vision turkey. We're just like, what did, What am I smelling? What am I looking at? Am I dying? <sighs> I'm going to die inside the final season of Stranger Things. That's, that's all I've ever wanted out of life. <laughs> to die in the matrix of turkeys. Which, I don't know if you saw that story. They're going to use uh, some mild CGI de-aging to make the main characters look younger in the final you season. Brutes. Which is just like, it sounds like a joke, but I guess they're actually doing that. That's based on what, like COVID slash, um, just writer strike slash production delays? And I think like, and just kids grow up fast and they want them right. to, I don't think as much time has gone by in the series. Hey guys, can you CIDH some teeth into my mouth? <laughs> The Irishman. (laughs) Where's he? Him kicking that guy on the sidewalk instead of De Niro. Like, (laughs) hey, Eleven. Hey, Eleven. You want to come down to my parents' cape house? It's Joe Pesci versus the fucking upside down creature. Wow. Come on down. You can you can stay in the cape house and have sour punch straws, and I'll give you as much free papaginos as you can eat. Speaking of which, I had some yesterday. It was terrific. That small cheese pie they got over there. It's even better than the Were you the in the upside pie. down as you ate it? I was. I made a mess. What's in your upside down? Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> some Mountain Dew yeah. items. Some... Mountain Dew and jazz. <laughs> I'm the funniest. He's back. Oh, there's Tuna. I just want to take a quick second to wish Tuna, my oldest cat, a happy 13th birthday wow. yesterday. She's and right here for the show. With life, sometimes 
we get death. Oh no, we who's, lost, who's dead? We lost Bob Barker this past week. You won a hundred bucks on that. I did. Nice. Life and death, the ebb and flow. <laughs> He's dead, and I got some dough. It was sick. What'd you spend it on? Mountain Dew? God, yes, got him. <laughs> you got to quickly <laughs> redeem yourself. And totally redeem yourself. Cans, cans, cans. But uh, this headline I found enjoyable. Bob Barker washed two and a half men <laughs> in his final days, and the bulk of his estate went to 40-plus nonprofits. I like that. That's pretty class. That's cool. Yeah, a lot. He was big into animal rescue, which I dig. He always used to say "spay and neuter your pets" at the end of every episode he on did. Price is Right. I thought that was a nice touch. That was a kind of a cool move. Um, he was watching exclusively the Ashton Kutcher episodes, I imagine yes. the funnier, better ones, right? And he liked "Do Where's My Car" too. He thought it was underrated. Yeah, we're giving Ashton Kutcher way too much love. What next? Are we gonna do like a that '70s Danny Masterson deep dive? I was thinking about it. If you're game, call up Bijou Phillips. I have her on. Why are you still number. with him? It's fair. Fair point. Um, equalizer three. We'll be seeing. They're trying to do the Barbenheimer thing with like every movie, every Friday that has like two movies coming out. They're like, look, this is a thing. The Exorcist Believer and this Taylor Swift concert movie are coming out. It's the Exorcist. <coughs> oh my God. People are actually doing this. That stinks. <laughs> It's embarrassing where they're like, they're just so desperately being like, please come to see one of these. Please, dear God. What's wrong with everybody? I mean, people are just trying. They're trying to get anything. The reason that Barbie and Oppenheimer were successful is not because of clever internet marketing where they said the names of the movies together and made stupid stuff and there was merch and bad memes. Mm. Not because of that, because they were good movies by good directors. And there was good scripts, and they were well shot, and they came out at a good time where there wasn't much else to watch, and it was in the peak of summer movie season. The movies. So them trying to... The the thing I hate the most about Hollywood... Well, one of the things I hate the most about Hollywood... The first thing is... But secondly, I would say I don't love the fact that whenever that anything works ever, they roll with it forever and ever and ever. Yeah, and they take the wrong lesson. Like, they're gonna... We have all those toy movies coming... And even though everyone's saying, like, please don't do this, they're just like, well, I mean, the we're looking at the facts, the bottom line here, and all we see are the fact that our first toy movie made more money than any movie in, like, fucking 15 years. So they're just going to do that, and it's going to be weird. What's the one? Is there the Dungeons & Dragons movie that Vin Diesel is in? Is that a reality? That's the Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie you're thinking of, and I can't. Oh right, because sure Dungeons when. and Dragons—they already did that. Yeah, and people have said that was—I shut it, but people actually liked that one. It was fine. Yeah, but uh, I thought I'd mention Rounding Down, which is a podcast I've guested on yeah, several yeah. times with uh, Chid and Cy Fieri. They invited me to see Killers of the Flower Moon on October 21st. And I will be doing just that. Wow. And so I'll have a review of that in that time. They're like serious adult men who watch movies. Like, so you can't be on your phone the whole time. Yeah. That's going to be that's gonna be easy for you. Would be impossible for me. Mm. <laughs> Literally impossible. You're describing a saw trap. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the movie and watch it. Yeah. You have 90 seconds. 
all you have to do is not look at your phone and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, for 90 seconds, yeah. not even minutes. Three minutes have to go by or a minute and a half. Wow, math is good. Um, you just immediately like fucking glance at it and explode. Uh, yeah, I don't think I could do it. Some gritty fashion. You know, the time that I'm on my phone the least is when I'm training a client or when I'm on the uh, doing the show. And both of those, my clients look at their phone, I look at my phone. You look at your phone, I take a peek at my phone. You know, it's hmm. life happens. Life finds a way, they even say. Ooh, chaotician. I have never seen that film. Never. Hi, Sean. I don't think you're very funny. Fuck you. Damn it, that hurt my feelings. Uh, Are we participating? I'm not normally like this. I know you're not, and we'll work on that. Shacktoberfest (laughs) is a new thing that's happening this year. He's another guy with probably a really big dick. You think? Oh, I can't even imagine. My penis would fit inside of a vein in his penis. What if we tapped him to play the black guy with a tiny D.I.? Black guy with a tiny D.I. A movie that we've had in the works for some time. I think he'd be great. But yeah, this I had him slated for a retarded guy in a leather jacket, but continue. This... I wish I had more intel on this, but Shacktoberfest is happening in Long Beach, California... Located the historic Queen Mary Halloween season. Some sort of like haunted house with a shack theme. I don't know if he's going to be there every time. Is it at Barrett's Haunted Mansion in Abington? I mean, I wish. Or Haverhill or wherever the fuck that is. It's pretty sick. I mean, Shaq will just do anything. Yes. He owns like 14 Chick-fil-A's and it does every commercial known to man. The first time I saw him in a general commercial, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. It is. didn't appear real. Although him and the general have great chemistry. They just like bounce off each other so effortlessly. The general auto insurance is probably so bad. It can't be great. <laughs> you drive over a family in your pickup truck and you just go to prison because the general, <laughs> the general can't fix it. You're just stranded on the side of the highway like Shaq said I'd be fine. <laughs> They're all alive. Just let me go. What the fuck happened to me? Uh, speaking of insane celebrities, Emil Hirsch seems to be having something Jesus of Christ. unwinding on Instagram where he's doing something resembling like Do you have it? Auditions for Ace Ventura. Let's but play it's it. just it? on his Instagram. Oof. He's doing this for like nobody. But yeah, he's doing scenes from Ace Ventura, like he's auditioning. I couldn't finish it. I'm gonna try to put a second of it on now. Here it is. It's really something. It's not bad. It's just maybe it's bad. What do you care about Snowflake? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dolphin fin to train the dolphin? I'm so uncomfortable. I don't. What is he doing? He's just having fun. He's an embarrassing dude. He hasn't done anything of of any substance whatsoever since his 14 seconds in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Into the Wild or, I guess, Girl Next Door because Alicia Cuthbert was throwing smoke. Such a babe. At her peak back then, too. Yeah. Hopping right into happy endings like, here I go. That was a movie that was promoted on the fact, like, we're going to show this chick naked. (laughs) Come to the theater. Don't they not? They don't. Yeah. 
We've been had. I remember the the DVD case where you like slid it out and it was like if you bought you buy it it doesn't you They don't... marketed it like a like porno mags. It had yes. like she it looks like she's wearing nothing under like the icy outer case. <laughs> then you take it off it's like no, she's just fully clothed and this is movie's basically PG-13 but the fucking kid who played McLovin swears in it twice or something. Or no, the fucker for me guy. He's McLovin-ish. I don't know. He his gets name. his head blown off in Barry. I don't know his name in real life. Is it Chris something? That sounds right, and I'm in on him. Chris is his name in Barry, so no, that can't be his name in real life too. Barry. Um, Paul Dano makes a, a funny appearance in that. Back when he was acting a lot, he did that movie and Brick, and uh, what's the other one? Little Miss Sunshine. He ripped those mm. all off right in a row. No doubt, he's a worker um did you see that michael k williams drug dealer who killed him with fentanyl got 10 years in prison did he yeah. that's fucked oh he like killed him with a bad batch yeah he sold of... him a bad ba batch <sighs> what of coke oh heroin i guess oh fuck. and deadzo i think and the funny part is like you hear about this with celebrities like mac miller's drug dealer went to jail i want to say they went after aaron carter's drug dealer but, and I'm not going to, you know, it's a woke take, I guess, to say that, why don't we go, we should probably try to get more drug dealers out of there. Mm. You know? Seems fair. Go down Methadone Mile in Boston, maybe clean that out. Yeah. See if we could get some drug dealers. Because <sighs> otherwise, people who matter are going to keep dying. Mm. Like Michael K. Williams, who had maybe three or four more weird Todd Salons indie roles under his belt. Yeah. They should have dispensaries for all drugs. Like they have for weed dispensaries everywhere now. Why not? Open it up. No more dealers. Just go get it. It's like I got to pop by the, uh, the shroom dispensary. Yeah. Or the heroin dispensary. Yeah. In. Um, did you see someone threw a bra at comedian Matt Reif on stage? That's like becoming the new thing. People throwing stuff at people. Like someone threw a book at Drake the other night. <laughs> Yeah, some fucking babes threw their bras at me when I was on stage the other night, too. It was fucking pretty How'd sick. How'd that work out? I heard you killed the other it was night. It fucking good. I'm sorry. Where can the fans see you next? I mean, I'm not sure. I think I'm doing a show with Dan in Rhode Island sometime mm. soon. I, uh, I'll put it up on Instagram, at Skip Seasoned, and Twitter wow. when I have more details, and I'll let the fans know here. You got to make scottsweeneycomedy.com. What do you think? Ooh, you think? That's probably not taken. Scotty website? Oh, yeah. Sounds kind of fun. $20 a year to keep that baby going. I have ryanankner.com. Not a thing on it. Huh. Sounds kind of sick. Oh, yeah. Can I just use ryanankner.com? You can. <laughs> I made it when I moved to Los Angeles, just in case I became a celebrity. Reveal. Folks, check out my official website, ryanankner.com slash scotty. <laughs> That's where you can find me, and I'm going to make an email there, too. It's if you develop it, you can have it. He's in. <laughs> <laughs> Got a new site cooking. Just put, like, a little watermark of me in the bottom. This is the guy whose name this is. That's it. In. Did you see that The Flash, uh, Ezra Miller's The Flash, that is, was the, quote, biggest financial loss of any superhero film in history? <laughs> I did. Big year, big year for Warner Brothers. They had Barbie, their biggest movie ever, and The Flash, their fucking weakest movie ever, legitimately. Yeah. This was a banner year for them. Do you think Jeff Robinov is punching the air that he stepped down as CEO years ago and now he does independent movies? Mm. Like, well, you know, they got a lot under their belt now. 
Yeah, The Flash, which is now on Max, the one to watch for HBO. Uh, it's I rewatched it because I'm a sick person. Who You've seen it entirely twice now. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Because as the fans know, I'm a sick person who doesn't value his own time. And I watched this with Dan, speaking of. And he hasn't watched a lot of movies. He thought this was one of the worst things he's ever seen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He loves everything. He what does. happened, Danny? This movie's that bad, I guess. Really? I mean... It looks that bad. It kind of is. It's May like a... May I ask, what didn't you like about it? It's just... I don't need to do a whole thing again, but check it out if you're even curious as to why it's like the biggest bomb in history. Outside shit, shit, shit. Of the Ezra Miller stuff. I wonder if Parsons has watched it. I feel like he has Max. I don't think you're very funny. Sean, if you keep saying that, I'm going to start to get really upset. You and me. In. Uh, Jason Momoa was filmed, quote unquote, going hard in the mosh pit at a go recent Jason, Metallica go. gig. Okay, that's enough. Of the <laughs> but he's named, he said Jason. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's dumb. It was perfect. <laughs> but I wish I had the video here. I just took a picture of it. He was just like in the pit at a Metallica concert. Being all dope. Being embarrassing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget you're not a Momoa guy. Who is? Me. And the movie going I still don't public. believe Aquaman. It's great. I still think you're working us. I don't do that, as we established earlier in the program. Yeah. I suppose and, you don't, yeah. He's in. That sequel? Yeah. It's like the last gasp from uh, Warner <laughs> Brothers DC Universe before James Gunn does all the new ones. That movie is supposed to be coming out in December, and they haven't released a trailer for it yet, which is, like, unprecedented. It's probably going to get pushed back another year and or maybe not released ever. You think it's going to get shelved as they decide that it's too costly to CGI, like, post-production, remove Amber Heard from every other scene? Yes. Literally, yes. I think it's a possibility. She's in, like, the entire movie, right? Or no, was I, supposed to be? I think they just like downgraded her to like a couple scenes. Okay. But the movie has been going through like a bunch of reshoots. Yeah. She like, didn't kill a school bus full of children. Like she shit on John Depp's bed and was a bad girlfriend who was mean. Mm. Like put just leave her in the movie if it saves money. Did you watch any of that documentary on Netflix? I think it's called Depp versus Herd. Uh, I didn't, but I've been meaning to. Mm. I didn't see it. I just was like, oh, wow, this exists. I don't know if, are we interested in that story anymore? I got real sick of it during the time where they were actually showing the trial. It's one of those things like we shouldn't know all this. This is like just weird couple stuff. It's like two crazy people. Yeah. But somehow it wasn't entertaining hearing all their dirty laundry. I find it fascinating that John Depp didn't get canceled amidst all that. He came out the good guy. Well, I think it... They determined that she lied about a bunch of stuff. I mm. think she had to like give money back to him because she yeah. like totally lied or something. I remember they gave, they put her on a payment plan to give back like a million or two because she just had nothing left. Mm. Fucking a, oh kid. She used to be such a babe, and you look at her now, and it's just scary. I've had enough crazy in my life for pretty much the rest of it. We're all stocked up here. <laughs> sell it someplace else and i know we've talked about this a couple times but now it's official the idol the hbo show starring the weekend and john depp's daughter lily rose depp is officially canceled not returning 
for a second season. Hank is crying. He's very upset about this. He thought it was maybe the most visionary series that's ever existed. I have a reveal. What? I didn't hate it. <sighs> thought it was fun. See, what do that's, you think? That's what I like to hear. Everyone's out there saying this is the worst show ever made. Hank's like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> There's worse. There's worse. The we- You know what it is? It's a sh- The only part of the show that's bad mm. is The weekend. Take out The weekend. He's okay. He's the main character. So... Him being bad, problematic. He's the lead. I feel Take like him she's out. kind of the lead. Like the girl. She is, but, but he's yeah. the male lead. He's in it too much and he, has no chops. She's in every scene. He's in 80%. Mm. So take him out. We're good. Put in, oh, I don't know, um, Mahershala Ali. A word? You need it to be a black guy. Mahershala Ali. Um, if uh, What's his face? Um, if the chains are off us, maybe Kevin James in the role. What done. do you think? Bingo. I think him and Lily Rose would have great chemistry. Who am I trying to think of, though? Uh, John Boyega might work. Um, no, not him, though. Guy who almost just got canceled, who we love. That could he was be in anybody. Creed. Rion's punching the air because we're not getting it right now. He literally like... Oh, Jonathan Majors? There it is. Jonathan Majors would have crushed the idol. He's good. Would have been great. He has chops. For him to not or I'm sorry for the weekend to get the role I get it because he's the entire soundtrack there's mm. like a weekend needle drop in every other mm. scene yeah there's a lot of times where people are just doing something they shouldn't be doing it's like why is the weekend acting on this yes. HBO show which reminds me uh, they announced the other day you can play as Nicki Minaj in the new Call of Duty game <laughs> oh which is fun Nicki Minaj in the new Call of Duty game makes about as much sense as me doing a podcast hmm. so good job nikki <laughs> nikki and you can have like a pink gun and kill nikki are you it's, a call of duty guy i haven't played one in a while i used to be um er like you know in the halo days and mm. I, I still would be if they were good i just feel like they're releasing the same game every year or two and they're resorting to cheap tactics like hey you can play as nikki minaj in this shooter to try to get people to download it. And guess what? It might work on me. I was looking at these pictures like, it might be fun to shoot Nicki Minaj with a pink gun. It could be dope. It's not so much me as it's Nicki. She's no. good. <laughs> but it's like, why? what is The weekend doing in this show? What is Nicki Minaj doing in this video game? Speaking of people out of place, Tan Mom is running for Senate. Did you see that? <laughs> that makes sense. For those that don't know, Tan Mom was a fixture hey. on the Howard Stern show. I'm not really sure what she actually got famous for. Was it was she on one of those 16 and Pregnant shows or something? I, I feel like she's a reality star. I don't think she actually... Something, Howard was yeah. her springboard, but I think there was a show. Yeah, she was... Exactly. Right. Something like that. Speaking of Howard sidecars, I'm kind of <laughs> met speech <laughs> impediment man. <laughs> He was at Dan's show at Bill's Bar. <laughs> Didn't Dan not let him go up? Well, there wasn't enough. It was all booked. And it was like towards the end. And he asked. He was just like a guy in the audience. And he was like, hey, can I go up? I'm from Howard Stern. And Dan came over to me like, hey, do you know this guy? And I was like, fucking speech impediment, man? He's like he's like a major player the in, funny, the, in the whack pack. I actually met him myself at that Howard uh, Ronnie Block party that I bartended years ago. Mm. So that would be very funny if we both had an experience with speech, as yeah. they call him. But affectionately it was just funny to see like you know he's he has, a, has trouble getting out a sentence yeah and like he's like do you know any 
he was DMing Dan. And Dan was like, I got this guy in my DMs. Like, I can't shake him. He was like, where are any shows that I can just like pop up on? And that's, that's awesome. not like an easy thing to do. It's a whole thing. It's fun though. He seemed like a nice guy. And uh, Bill Murray and Keyless have reportedly broken up after two months of dating. Kalise. Oh, it's Kalise? Yeah. Keyless sounds like a fungus on your feet. It kind of does. And her songs all sort of sound that way anyway. She's the milkshake girl, right? I think, yes. Yeah. That's right. And <clears throat> that's it. I thought those two crazy kids were going to make it. Isn't he 40 years older than her? Probably. <laughs> God. The song had a Tay Day, I guess. Yeah. Friend of the show, Sarah, recently completed a complete entire listen of this podcast that you're hearing that's the craziest shit i've ever heard sarah what do we call that a cannonball run that's called a cannonball run yeah which is a burt reynolds film that i've never seen i do believe i don't think i've seen it either but it's she made it through every episode yeah in a row in a uh, row <laughs> 37 she it's over time she has a lot of running she would listen right. to them while running and uh we think that's neat that yeah, you I'm in. enjoyed the pod on such a level, and we recommend that other people do the same. Skip the first 50. Hmm. We didn't really find our sweet spot. I'd say, what was the first one we did here? Episode 100, I think, or around it. The first episode yeah. we ever did here in the real studio was American Psycho. I actually remember hmm. that because it was sort of ceremonious in my own mind. Hmm. Um, so go back and listen to the one where we did American Psycho, because that's where we came into our own yes. stylistically. You asked her uh, to name some favorite eps from mm. this re-listen. She said off the top of her head, the Who Are Your Guys ep, which was a classic where we talked about, you know, who are on our wall of kings, proverbially I, I and literally. hot one, yeah. And she said uh, the eps with Joey. She's a big fan of Wow. Uh, Joey... And we'll have him back on soon. Mm. Undoubtedly. And He's a fan favorite. Yeah. We'll have all the fan favorite guests back on. We'll do a whole run. We're going to have The weekend on at some point. I heard he's ahead. A uh, did you hear that Jeremy Renner has new music coming out shortly? He dropped an Instagram post where he's playing the piano with his niece. He's alive and well and walking. He is and crooning. And writing some of the best music on earth, in my opinion. Do you agree? He recovered real fast for a guy in his late 50s, or maybe his early 50s, but... Oh, yeah, from when he, like, smushed himself with a plow? Oh, yeah, he broke, like, a lot of bones. <clears throat> the bones are his money, and he was able to get, get it all back together. It'd be great if he did, like, a symphonic version of that song on his new album in the studio and from all over uh, i wonder if he's doing a second season of renovations his uh punnily titled renovation show where it's just him fixing he's stuff. got a lot on his plate he does physical therapy renovations <laughs> new album and uh reading the script for the town too fucking that other uh taylor sheridan show the like oh yeah the, jesus the night of yeah, like the Hanover, Massachusetts, or whatever that show is called. The mayor of Kingstown. The Wall of Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Turkey Town. 
the mayor of this just reminded me i went to the marshfield fair last week and they had this as like one of their prominent displays which is just like a hilariously shoddy barbie came out recently so they have like a tie-dye pink piece of cloth that they have stretched out next to like a piece of cardboard that just says barbie on it i believe i said that you should stand in front of it and spread your asshole apart you did did you do it i did i obliged awesome i gotta say uh the crowd of families at the marshfield fair were pretty appalled by my behavior scotty is now a registered sex offender i am you can dig him up on the citizen app if you're looking through sex offenders in the area like i do so much how do you do love finding them um the marshfield fair how does it hold up as an adult i haven't been since i was like barely 18 I mean, it's fun to just like walk around and people watch and just right. be a could you. Do you do rides? No. I hate a ride. I feel like they'd like call the police if I tried to get on a ride. <laughs> like without a, a child. I don't know. No one wants. Like you that. can't go. Do adult men not go on roller coasters? I feel like no. I'm so right? removed from rides. I don't even know. Like, is that a, is that a faux pas? Like I if you like and I went tonight? I mean, we should maybe give it a try, but I feel like it would be weird. Mm. they'd at least there'd be hushed tones in the back being like those fucking guys don't even have kids what the fuck are they I doing i was only here? trying to cool off like are these guys fucking sicko psychos or what um i'm pretty sure that guy's still thinking about seeing the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie in the theater jesus you Christ. still haven't i figured you'd snoop blah, blah, swoop right in there i'm gonna get there with that amc stubs kid yeah <laughs> I mean, we were off last week, so we didn't get to mention Dune Part 2. And I'm happy. Has been delayed uh, until March amid the ongoing actors' strike. Delayed indefinitely. David Lynch does not mind this movie getting delayed. This was supposed to come out in like a month. Right. It's on the cover of all these magazines. Like They have trailers with the date of October 21st in it. And they're just being like, yeah, just delay it. Because actors can't promote it on shows that nobody watches, and they can they promote it anywhere? Not really. That's like part yeah. of it. Because the on they did do a decent amount of online marketing for the first one. Mm. I remember there being some hype, but like some stuff still coming out. We're in a very weird area. The strike's been going on for I think I heard someone say over 150 days. Right. It's like it's I don't know. I heard Jimmy Kimmel is doing some podcast now and he's retiring from his show. I might be speaking out of turn here, but he retired from his show, said that he didn't do it because of the strike, that he had planned on doing it anyway. And now he's going to do a pod. And I think he's got Ben Affleck and Matt Damon coming on the first episode. I think he's doing a pod with until the strike's over with all the other late night hosts where they just talk about how everyone's out of work and like the proceeds. Go to their employees or whatever, so like they have hearts of gold. But um, I heard Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are financing part of that. Yeah, probably because he has that whole bit with Matt Damon where they pretend to hate each other and it's not funny hacky and sticky. Yeah, it's whatever. Mm. But yeah, who wants to listen to fucking Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Stephen Colbert and John Oliver and? fucking whoever else is still doing those shows jimmy fallon 
Like them go on and on about like, hey, like we don't have a show right now, but like let's just all talk about being hosts. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Fallon just chuckling at everything while uh, Jimmy Kimmel has crocodile tears <laughs> over anything <laughs> ever, every single episode. Kimmel's crying. He's like, that's awesome. That's so awesome, Jimmy. Just a bunch of shills. John Oliver's like moving along. Is did you say Letterman is involved or no? There's no <laughs> chance. No, all the like current ones okay. who are still like trapped. Making- yeah, what about me? Let me end the show. I bet Leno auditioned and he didn't pass. But yeah, that's existing. What else is existing on Earth? Uh, And Just Like That got renewed for season three, which is the Sex and the City (laughs) reboot. Did you see Kim Cattrall appeared? I I heard about Mm. that. (laughs) Yes. I have bacterial vaginosis. Mm. Mm. (laughs) That's I, it. <laughs> I have sex with everyone. I'm Samantha. <laughs> Incredible. It's hard, Sarah Marshall it's hard not to bite that. Yeah. It's so good. Forgetting Sarah Marshall when he's drunk at the bar, like having a cosmopolitan and doing his Samantha voice that doesn't sound like Samantha. That's the good stuff. But yeah, like she wasn't in the first two seasons. I guess they famously hate each other. Yes. Like Kim Cattrall and uh, the main uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. But they were like, we finally got her to do a cameo. But they did one of those fake cameos where, like, she's on Zoom or something. Mmm, here I am. It's like, look, Kim, if you want to get paid for this and have this count as, like, a real cam, you need to actually show up to the set and interact with the characters on the show. You can't literally phone in a performance. Well, Sarah, your husband ran over a family in Ireland and killed them all. Fuck, <laughs> oh, Kim, you got me good there, but even still. My wet pussy. This is like meet the Fockers level shit where, or no, that's little Fockers, where they couldn't get the cast together. So the I whole movie, they're quick. like on Zoom. It's like, this isn't a movie. You got to no. get the people into a scene together to at least call this anything yeah they snuck that in with magic mike 3 where i was Mm. like waiting for joe manganello to pop out or anybody and it was just like the six main guys like matthew bomber him and the wrestling guy popped up in the mcconaughey in the the zoom screen there's nothing more embarrassing than like the zoom cameo when it's supposed to be impressive like there's a moment in black adam where the fawns <laughs> the fawns has like an on a cell phone cameo it's like this isn't impressive at all i can literally like see the set of barry in the background he just did this for 10 seconds and that's it it's not impressive can or cool you imagine at all. that being like you get in a like legitimate payday from a zoom scene yeah it's fucking a it's wild i'm sure he did probably got paid a fucking you don't even money. have to have pants on <laughs> probably didn't what do you think about Dave Bautista and Jason Momoa starring in an action movie called The Wrecking Crew, which they describe as a new buddy action movie from Blue Beetle director? Dave Bautista and who? Jason Momoa. Oh. Friend of the show. Um, Depends which mode Jason Momoa's in. I pretty much love everything Bautista does, so giddy up. I hope he's in like fake gay car evil guy mode like he wasn't fast X. Watched a decent portion of that movie on TikTok the other day. <laughs> I know. And yeah. the scenes where he's like about to race Vin and he's like the with the purple nail polish and leaning out of the edge of the car being ambiguous. It's uh, great. It's so bad. Like 10 out of 10. Best stuff in the movie. Worst one in the franchise by miles. It is, but he's one of the better parts of it because at least he's trying something. Everyone Mm. else is just literally running on fumes, pun intended. He, what is his best movie? Vin? Momoa. 
Oh, Momoa, probably Aquaman. Yeah. Maybe Zack Snyder's Justice League. Maybe. Uh, right. Uh, maybe, I don't know what else. Is he in any real movies? <laughs> I can't place them. We'll look him up later. He has no lines in Game of Thrones. Speaking of Zack Snyder, they also released a trailer for his new fake Star Wars movie called, what is it called? Uh, Rebel Moon, part one, A Child of Fire, and part two, The Scar Giver, Netflix originals. It's not actually Star Wars, it's just sci-fi or? Yeah, but like it looks very Star Wars-y, and he was uh. famously going to make a Star Wars movie a few years ago, but then didn't. So everyone thinks this is like him okay. just being like, I'm just going to make this on my own and change all the names. Because someone like has lightsaber-looking thing in it, and it looks very similar. Release the air cut. <laughs> yes. I am probably his biggest fan. Uh, Snyder? Uh, David Ayer. Oh, yeah. You're I, I, jumped, I jumped people. You're an Ayer. Because I, I went Snyder cut, Ayer cut. Airhead. No doubt. But Zack Snyder's best movie to me, I really, really liked his cut of Justice League. Yeah. I think that's that's easy enough to be great. I enjoyed it a lot too. I think he's got a lot of great movies. Watchmen's good. His Dawn of the Dead's good. 300 doesn't land for me. It's It looks cool. I remember when it first came out, I was like, this is like one of the greatest movies ever made. It's a little silly now. Mm. Just, I don't know. But it this you know, it was original and it had its place. What about that sequel? I mean, Eva Green is like naked in it. That's pretty fucking. Mm. You familiar with her work? What is she in again? She's like the babe in Casino Royale. Okay. She like has big eyes and jugs. I like big eyes and I love big jugs. She's pretty cool. Mm. Um. But yeah, the Zack Snyder movie, that'll probably be fucked up. It's on Netflix. They're doing like a Christmas release and then... Did you see a woman stabbed a guy in the middle of having sex with him because she was delusional and thought that she was Selma Hayek's character in From Dust Till Dawn? That's pretty hot. She's not hot, though. That's a, the funniest part. She's like a big fatso. What a great excuse. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was Selma Hayek's character in From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. I was confused. That actually happened to me in the middle of a session the other day when there was a cop walking by doing a police detail and I ran outside and tried to grab his gun and I said, oh my yeah. God, I just thought I was in Manchester by the sea. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was I was goofing. And then the bullet ricocheted <laughs> off the building and killed the cop. So they're, I'm on trial soon. I posted bail, but you know it's yeah. not going well. I mean, Jeremy Renner's thinking about adding you to the town too. Oh, I would love that. Me as the most unconvincing tough guy in history. Especially now that I shaved and I look like a boy. Hmm. Hey. Uh, <laughs> How about we take a break for a second? Unless you have any more news? Uh, I'll speed round it. Danny Trejo oh, no. is 55 years sober. Okay. Bam Margera is wearing an ankle uh, monitoring, like a public intoxication arrest happened and now he has to wear an ankle monitor to see if he's drinking and i don't think he's gonna die and i'm mad because i'm not gonna get my hundred he's gonna live forever he's never ever gonna die no and um viva la bam fire festival 2 is on yeah how did that eek by didn't that guy like almost go to prison for how poorly that went yes. and they're like we're running it back <laughs> like it sucked so much wasn't it funny <laughs> let's do it again spend money and come to it and i have, have like the no worst time of your life 
if it bombs again and he gets in trouble for defrauding people or something again, I'm going to be so fucking happy. He has the most punchable face of anyone in recent history. I know. I remember watching at least half of both of those documentaries <laughs> about how poorly Fire Festival went and thinking about what a punchable face he had the entire time. I worked for a guy that looked just like him. Billy, you're not a bad guy. I apologize, but you guys look very much alike. And his name is also Billy. The Billy. Billy McFarlane and the Billy was the guy that I worked for as well. And they have they look similar. And I'm sure the Billy I worked for would be like, I don't look like that guy, but you do. Mm. Um, also, Drew Barrymore has a stalker. Does and she? yes, she was doing some press in New York on some show. And he was in the audience and he yelled his name out. His name is Chad Michael Busto. And that made me laugh because it made me think of Chad Michael Murray. And then I thought about you doing Bruce Willis voice and had a big laugh. Hey, Chad. (laughs) Hey, I'm here, Drew. It's me. Chad, I'm here to pass the torch to you. The turkey torch. I want you to star in all these Amazon Prime movies for me from now on. Instead of stalking Drew Barrymore, just get dementia and churn out terrible movies for $2 million. Hey. I mean, did he ever do a movie with Drew Barrymore? I'm trying to think. Uh, um, he played E.T. years ago <laughs> with hey, his bald head. <laughs> hey, it's me, E.T. <laughs> I'm here to phone home and ask for my dough, my two mil. I like to phone home and ask what's happening because I'm lost. Hey, Steven, Mr. Spielberg, where's my quote? <laughs> I'm the biggest prick in Hollywood. My brains are rotting out of my skull. <laughs> I mean... I was was a fan of Drew Barrymore. I always thought she was an underrated babe. There's something about her. She seems like a hang. Mm. And she's one of those people that was partying at 10 years old and has just been yes. in the sobriety scene for... F- I'm, I'm pretty sure she's like 50 years sober. 50? 50 years old! She seems fun. She I don't know if she still has that talk show. Yeah. But as far as like... I think she does, yeah. As far as daytime talk shows go, she's like trying stuff. I oh, saw yeah. an episode where she had... The babe from Girls and Megan on. Lena Dunham? No, Brian Wilson's daughter, whatever mm, her name not was. Not as hot as Lena Dunham, hard to remember, but it's Allison Williams. Yes. he. She had that person on, and fuck, I can't remember what they were doing. She was like barking like a dog, and like she was going for bark it. Bark like a dog for me, bark like a dog. They're like trying stuff over there. I don't hate the way she interviews. Mm. I think we have gotten quite good at broadcasting just to toot our horns um she seems fun yeah i'd like to cordially invite drew barrymore on the pod wow here to the chill zone she's single so true what you could get in there i mean we'll see what happens Mm. maybe like i become the new adam sandler to her 51st dates type character maybe we make a series of increasingly awful rom-coms together i'm very on board And people are like, wow, 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 wow. Um, that's all. That's enough for me. That uh, seems like enough. Want to take a break? I don't see why we don't take a little break and yeah. then come back. We got a bunch to talk about. Uh-huh. We watched. Uh, I actually finished the Bear season two, which is mm. kind of funny. How you doing? Um, yeah. That's and uh, Vacation Friends two. Did you watch it? I watched some of it. Yeah, we'll cover that. We that's, will. That might be the featured review. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Try that in a small town, why don't you? You know, I thought I would come back at the beginning of the episode. Son. Hank, buddy. How you doing there, Hoops? 
Good. Great to see you. You're looking well. Gained a little weight. You did. Was it beer weight? Coors Light only. Oh. None of that Bud Light. Okay. I was going to say, I imagine you had a take on that. I think that... I don't even like remember how to do the fucking Hank <laughs> voice. <laughs> We're trying it here. Yeah, this time. is 50 Zank in the South. Huh? <laughs> I was born in a small town. <laughs> small town where you could beat your wife and your kids had to have sex with you. <laughs> what? Yep, that's how it was in the 50s. Evidently. Yeah, 50 Zank is an incest pedophile that's in a, a re- small town. That's a reveal. I've ever heard one. Um, folks. It's such a stupid song. You're not wrong. Is it, uh... Let me give you a cooler song to do your news to. Okay. Alright, how's this? This is dope as hell. Right? I fucking love Creed. <laughs> Somebody loves it. They do. Cod, friend of the show. I love Creed. Past and future guest. Um, Creed's fun. Cod is my favorite guest oh. of all time. I, know. I just offended like six people. You did. You didn't have to do that, but I appreciate that you did. Mostly because of the back massages. And actually, speaking of that, right this second, we got more of the list from Sarah while we're on topic talking about the old episodes. What else? Uh, what she got? She enjoyed the Eastern Promises episode. Uh, the movie sounds cool. I liked when you were watching movies from the list Ank made you. That's heartwarming. The Halloween Kills Ed with Sean. She I read, made you a list. She read, he's a good guest. Exclamation point, parentheses. And finally, I have to give it to the Diarrhea episode. Because if I didn't listen to that one out of intrigue, I wouldn't maybe have not listened back. So yeah, that... Her listening to the diarrhea episode spurred this whole re-listen. I had diarrhea earlier today. Wow. It's not uncommon. <laughs> I'm an, I, I often eat large meals. It's not unusual. Oh, it's not unusual to have diarrhea. I gotta say, I don't think diarrhea That's, is a big deal. I don't either. Like, I've seen certain signs where they say, if you've had diarrhea within two weeks, you can't come in the pool. Like, that went viral. It was like a photo of that. And it's like, two weeks. It's like, grow up. I'll just never swim again. Yeah. Like, I'm just cut off for forever. Do you think Tom Jones ever gets diarrhea? I do. Is he alive? Mm, Funnier I, if he's dead. I don't think so, but I have no idea. Just in those, like, ratata pants with a big load in the seat. Oh, a shitload. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a I, cut and a half. You're not wrong. Is Tom Jones, isn't he in movies? He's in Mars Attacks, playing himself, I believe. I get him and Wayne Newton com- con- uh, confused. I think they both play themselves in Mars Attacks. Or maybe I'm confused. Mars them? Attacks take place in Vegas? Yes. They're like big Vegas guys. Yeah, I think they both are in there. Yeah. Folks, if you Vegas! want to dispute this. <laughs> And if you (laughs) one, two, three, four, Mm. you're such an asshole. That four. We have more intel from Sarah. Should I go on? Yeah, I like. I love this. Anybody who compliments me ever, it's great. I have a praise kink. This timing's incredible. The uh, she knows we're recording. She's a super fan. She's also saying she misses the departed bit. For new fans, we used to wow. uh, watch 90 seconds of the movie The Departed 
at the end of every program until we'd watched the entirety of it over the course of like 79 episodes or something. And dude, you mentioned that it was 90 second increments. I did. Awesome. And hey, what did we start it at? Wasn't it two minutes? No, it was, I think it was always 90. Somebody fact check that. Monty, I'm looking at you. I have, there's a, my gut is telling me that when we first started doing the bit, we had a longer time frame, and we sat down and decided that we were like, this is too much departed. <laughs> Us having like a legit sit down about that. Yes. She's also saying you should watch The Golden Bachelor. What is The Golden Bachelor? The Golden Bachelor is um, an older man. Oh, so it's like Golden Girls? An older boy, if you will. Gold, this is like Golden Guys? Pretty much, yeah. It's one old guy and a bunch of old ladies. The the wild, hot casting is Matt James, who has been a previous Bachelor, and I believe is not married to the woman that he ended the show with. We need Chad Colton here for this. But we do. that being said, uh, Matt James's mother is going to be one of the castmates, Ooh. or cast members, rather. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. What do you think about watching 90 Seconds of the Departed tonight? I would love that. I think we're going to end like that. That sounds charming and delightful. Okay. But yeah, she says, enjoy the Bachelor segments. And yeah. She also thinks I should tell the fans more about my life and comedy and cheese. Hello. Yeah. Fans been saying that. I try to get you to talk about yourself all the time. Hmm. Maybe I'll do that. Open up, bro. <laughs> I've never considered such a thing. Huh. Huh, maybe. Fans, if you agree with this, email in and off the podcast at gmail.com. Or I'm at, at Skip Season on all those platforms. Should we get into what we've been watching this week? I don't so, see why not. Thanks again to Sarah for uh, this intel. This was mm. priceless. And workish. One sec, I was trying to beam something off my phone, and it didn't work, and then it froze. Okay. Um, fucking shut that TV off. Beam me up, Scotty. Fucking sick. Oh God. Um, Easy. I I watched it actually for lately. I've been in reality TV hell with Jersey Shore and I'm sorry, uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. I spoke out of school. Hmm. I also have a, a slight reveal. Do they ever have a crossover where like Vinny from Jersey Shore will like go fuck one of the housewives and like no. they have a baby and the baby gets a spinoff <laughs> like Jersey Babies or something dope like that? Let's it's get like a Alec Baldwin doing an, a voiceover. Um, it's animated. Um, Jersey Babies. The answer is no, but yes, because okay. that's how they reintroduced or I should say introduced the show um the girls some of i should say the girls from vanderpump rules have a friend who is a blonde woman from new york who is one of the summer house cast mm. and they had the girls from vanderpump go to a hamptons party and mm. that's how they showed that's the first that, that which ended up becoming a joint episode it was the episode the first episode of summer house or one of the first episodes if not the first of summer house and that's how that show got launched so yes but no I think I want to start going to Hamptons parties. What do you think? I think the Hamptons are beautiful, but mm. they're a production and a half to get to. You got to drive to Connecticut, unless you fly there somehow, but you got to drive to Connecticut and then take like, to get, to get to the one that I've been to, Shelter Island twice, you have to take a ferry to a ferry. I'm probably going to chop her in. Okay. I'll That's cool. <laughs> you and like that... Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Wayne Carmona, or uh, the guy from Uncut Gems was really tan. Wayne something. 
Yes, me and him are going to be choppering in. With like a backpack full of money. Yes, I'm his Julia child or whatever that baby Julia name is. Julia Fox yeah. with your with a little skirt on and some and some pumps. Hi. Do they still call shoes pumps? They do. Women, uh, Sarah, I should say. No other women are listening. Um, There's a few, I think. Maybe a couple. None that know me. <laughs> <laughs> My sister, I guess. But sorry, Kat, I don't think about you when I think about broads. Oh. Oh. I fucking love Creed. <laughs> Still does. He does. He's in there. But yeah, so you're loving reality. You don't want to. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, oh, the, my reveal. Yes, yes. I am slogging my way through Billions, season six. What do you think? <sighs> I think that sucks. I like that Billions is finally ending. Also, this got me thinking, I don't know if I like imagined this or if this was a nightmare, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> sometime in the past year, they greenlit spinoffs to Billions called Millions and Trillions. This might have just been a fucked up nightmare. I, had. I don't think that's real. I'm almost positive this actually happened. And hey, I'm- Siri. <laughs> it, did Showtime greenlight a Billions spinoff? She's like, I'm sorry, nobody watches Billions, and the fact that you're even thinking about it is completely fucked up. Hey, Siri. Uh, I don't even... Fuck it. No. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know either. Either way, I feel like... zillion. They're they're finally ending Billions. That's the important part. Maybe Paul Giamatti will be in like a decent movie again someday. He hasn't made a good movie since Sideways. Buckle up. Also, speaking of what we've been watching, Giamatti, I watched two episodes of John Adams last night. Friend of the show, Cod, will be delighted to hear this. This is how you know that the strike is in full force. The yeah. fact that we're just like, you know, I'm going to dig up uh, Billions season six. Not even the newest ones. Like, catching up on last season. Yeah. I'm the watching, ones without fucking Damien. What's his face? I'm it, watching a fucking historical drama miniseries from like 18 years ago. This is out, out of control. I've slogged through like four Corey Stoll-centric episodes of Billions. It's very bad now. I was just did a bevy spit for effect. That was... Do women find him sexy? Speaking th- of all of our female listeners, women, Google Corey Stoll and let me know if you find him attractive. I think he's like a cool, bald guy. Yeah. I think he's like a Statham, maybe a Vin Diesel type, where everyone's like, wow, this guy's really pulling off being bald. Didn't he play Uncle Junior in <laughs> Many Saints of Newark? Well, I'm imagining Vin Diesel playing Uncle Junior <laughs> in Many Saints of Newark, and I'm having the best hey. time. <laughs> hey, Tony, hey. hasta the malenga, one, pew, you're dead and stuff. One day you're going to be a made guy because <laughs> of fame. Family and does, stuff. Does he have hair in Vin Diesel Sopranos? He does not. I don't have any hair, and it's me. I'm here to kill you. I drove so fast it fell off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to my Instead hair. of a gun, I kill all of my enemies with a punch and a car. That's right, you fucking bitch. Fucking Christopher, I'm a captain. But yeah, John Adams, it's okay. I'm like, I, I like the first one. I feel like I've been in this exact spot before, like two episodes in. Like, am I going to continue watching this or should I just go on living my life? We'll Get see. away from me. Dan enjoys it a lot. He's a big. He's a history buff. Yeah. Mainly just for John Adams because it's like Quincy stuff. Him Although Mr. in general, he's, he's in. Hmm. He's Him really. Mr. Willis. Really locked into the, the Adams saga. Also, Sam Adams is on the show, which is sick. <laughs> I was like, fucking, why doesn't he have any bees? <laughs> 
What the fuck is he even doing here? I keep, I always forget that he's a real guy. He should be double fisting some fucking Sam Summers. So stupid. Kid. I feel like I used to pretend I liked that beer because yeah. it was very in vogue. They're horrible. They're not good. They're very heavy. They're like 300 calories. I'm out on all beers. I need these juices. Uh, yeah, do you ever have like a normal beer or do you just have all of those little like <laughs> juice box in a can? These boozy juice boxes. Yeah, I'm all these. Beers in the obits. I'm done with beer forever. It's garbage. Do you like that it comes in a can? I do. Cans, cans, cans. <laughs> Sean, hello. How do you do? He's back. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, do you want to talk about Telemarketers, which wrapped up its three-episode yes, documentary actually. run on Max, the one to watch for HBO this past weekend? Never in my life has something let me down this much progressively. Like, first episode, I was recommending it to everybody. Mm. Second episode, I was grasping at straws, like in that stage of denial where I was saying, well, you know, it's still pretty good. The guy at the end, like, that's something. He was shooting heroin. Mm. Third episode, I was bored to tears, and I barely finished it. See, I went into it, like, knowing, like, you and Rian were both like, yeah, like, it fucking kind of, like, falls off yeah. a bit in the third one. And I watched it, like, hey, I'm, like, let's just hope for the best. This has been really good. And then I watched it. It made me sad. It has, like, the Netflix syndrome where it's, like, you, uh -huh. you took... They the front first, load everything. Yeah, the first episode of this documentary is like an instant classic. By episode three, I'm just like, these people just had nothing to do, and they had this camera on, and they just kept filming. My it's like, the story is over. Why am I still watching this? My favorite it, is at the very end when they get in the room with the guy who was the attorney that went after the CDG, and, or the, I think that's the acronym, of the company. Yeah. For those that don't know, Telemarketers, we talked about it once before, but it's a show... It's a show or a three-part docu-series just trying to it's telemarketers who are like, what we did was illegal and this is why. And they show you the inside out of that company. Anyway, they're getting two of the main guys that are making the documentary and they were the, like, two of the biggest salespeople for the company that are now against it. They, they were, he was saying, well, you know, it's sad that a lot of people lost their jobs. And the guy immediately says, I didn't feel bad for any of you. Like you knew what you were doing was illegal. You were making the calls. Like the fact that the company went away, I like I don't hold any guilt on that. Like that's mm. it. Like and I agree with them. It's like what well, you knew what you were doing was wrong. Mm. Like you can't steal from people and be a complete asshole and be like, well, it's just my job. And then when the company goes under, like because of an investigation, you have to go, Well, I'm glad I didn't go to jail. Yeah. That's the take that they should have had. Yeah. It is interesting because the whole first episode is like when they worked there, they just happened to be like filming a ton. Yeah, and then like they pick it up years after that when the it's more of a case and like the company went under and I don't know there was some great stuff in this like yeah. I I want first wanna, episode's incredible yeah like I want to recommend it because that one's so good and there's good stuff sprinkled into the other two but it's just like I was like falling asleep watching this at like seven p.m. yesterday <laughs> I was like fuck why isn't this hitting I hate how much this fell off I got to be honest most documentaries like. And I, I watch a decent amount of them because Lucy likes a documentary and it's sort of mm. a good compromise because it, it's a movie, but it's not, she likes to learn something. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I'm, there's a few that have been great that I've fallen in love with and I've watched a lot of bad ones recently. Like yeah. Ones that I've just not been able to finish. And I'm a, you know, I'm a, I, admittedly, 
I'm a f- bit of a Philistine. I don't Ooh. really have a ton of gr- interests. I'm like, I like like my specific lanes of like exercise, tattoos, sneakers, exercise, tattoos, sneakers, movies, TV. That's like basically, and that's a couple of interests, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if a documentary is something I don't particularly like, they do a lot of them about like, you know, natural disasters and true crime. Every, I'd say 80% of the true crime ones are just so boring. Yeah, they're all just padded out. I feel like they don't want to make documentary movies anymore. They're like, this has to right. be a series. People only like a series. Let's make it six episodes instead of one hour and 20 minutes. I get disappointed when it's a series. I Not always. Sometimes I'm like, okay, this works. Hmm. But I, I don't know. Like, for example, what's the movie with Benicio Del Toro and Patricia Arquette? It was a docu- the Escape from Danamora. Yeah. The Ben Stiller produced, directed, like prison escape show. I loved that. It mm. won Emmys. Everybody loved it. Yeah, it was great. Everybody was great in it. It was it was gripping. Could have been a great movie. Mm. Didn't need to be a series. Yeah, Just saying. Succession, probably... that works as a series. That Escape of Danamora, that could have been a movie. Yeah, they could have trimmed out a lot. Yeah. Even though I did enjoy that. I forgot about that show. That was really good. Yeah. That's one that like you don't hear people bringing up a lot. Showtime? I think stars maybe mm. showtime one of the two show showtime or stars both of which can be found at uh you have to climb Whoa. into a porta potty <laughs> lift up the seat and look down into the blue water and there'll be a little tv screen floating with that viewing on it any porta potty yeah. in the country fish around for a bit you'll find a yeah. key that'll unlock <laughs> the uh red box fucking dumpster trash can it's a soft key yeah <sighs> fucking did you see that morgan wallen fight where those girls get into a fight in a porta potty? I did. That How got, great is that? That got pretty gritty. It's funny because there's a girl who wasn't involved who's just coming out of the porta potty and is like, oh my God, I and was like, having a two at a concert. Yeah. She kind of gets like involved and then they start fighting like in the one she was just using oh. after she ekes out. The girl with the white cowboy boots just whipping everybody's ass. Howdy, y'all. If you have not seen it, I think Barstool shared it. It's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, everywhere. Morgan Wallen toilet fight. I imagine it'll pop right up. Mm. He was talking about my man Hank. Get him. I heard Hank forgot how to do the Hank voice mid bit. <laughs> so now he has this new, like, post op transgender country girl. <laughs> we'll call her Henrietta. She's kind of fun. Does this have legs? <laughs> Monty sure doesn't. <laughs> Who have you hooked up with? Fuck, fuck, fuck. I hooked up with Henrietta. What? You, you disgusting fucking cripple. What? Uh, I think that might have legs, Henrietta. Yeah, I'm in on Folks Henrietta. Folks weigh in on Henrietta and me doing a, a female from the South. She's got legs. She knows how to use them. It's <laughs> 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 single. If anybody ding, doesn't ding, know ding. this song, that's very funny. Such a cut. A uh, huge cut. Should we open every show to this now instead of our theme? I'm into it. I wish the song just played when I entered the room. Make be- this your walkout music when you do a show next. Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> you gotta let the entire song play, though. It's three minutes and 40 seconds. Just standing there, like, staring everyone down. Everybody's in the crowd, like, Woo! How we doing, everybody? I defy you to not get fired up to ZZ Top. Hell yeah. Any ZZ Top. Doesn't matter which one. Folks, who out there seen Cobweb? (laughs) Now on iTunes.
the movie of the year. Right. Hmm. I, I mean, they have ZZ Top has four. This one, you know this one. Tush. Like, hey everybody, come on down, watch Cobweb. I like a band with a gimmick. They're like, yeah, we uh, we all got beards, and uh, I think that's it. That's their whole the whole gimmick. The beards, right? the hats, the glasses, they kind of look alike. Yeah. I think they're twins, maybe. Maybe. That's fun. I mean... Are we, like, the biggest ZZ Top fans that there are on Earth? We might be. My dad's Top? a big ZZ Top fan. <laughs> That's what happens. That's like his band. Does he know was... you have a podcast? He what does. do you think? Is he a listener? Uh, he can't figure out such things. Mm. But uh, I'll send him this episode so he can know. Let's go that. to your parents' house and do the show a cappella. Okay. They'd love that. Um, do we want to talk cobweb? Uh, I would oh, love to. Are we still in the ZZ Top corner? I mean, you're in a ZZ Top bed for the next few minutes, so run to it. Run with it, rather. Cobweb is in theaters and also on iTunes now. I think it's a modest rental. It's, it's like, like five bucks, yeah. yeah. Worth it. I thought it was great. Anthony Starr from The Boys. Uh, friend of the show. Lizzie Kaplan. Yes. From Party Down. She's great. I got a summary here. An eight-year-old boy tries to investigate the mysterious knocking sounds that are coming from inside the walls of his house, unveiling a dark secret that his sinister <laughs> parents have kept hidden from him. Well, that summary gives away the fact that his parents are sinister, so I guess spoilies immediately. Is it me or is reading movie summaries too ZZ Top funny? I mean, I'm having fun. The, like, uh, I don't know, good stuff. I'm into it. This uh, this was pretty good, even though... I loved it. I love it. The title was a little silly. Cobweb. What's the implication there? That because, like... Do, should I do spoilers or are we doing no spoilers? We already spoiled that the parents are evil. Just like the well, big they, thing at the The tagline gives that away. What a dumb fucking idiot who wrote that. Um, I don't know. If I explain why it's called Cobweb, it's a spoiler, right? Because of the, like, the people under the stairs effect. Mm, Every I, movie ever made is just sort of doing everything that everybody else has already done. The work. Like, they're like, oh boy, we got this guy in the wall. This That's was, all I'm going to say. This was spooky, though. This was working for me. Fans mm. know I'm easily scared and uh, easy to cry. You cried at this? No. I'm no, just, you I, didn't. I didn't. There's just, no fucking way. I didn't. I truly didn't. Luce, is that you? Yes. You want to be on the show? No, thanks. <laughs> you hey sure? Now. Say something to the fans. Come say hi to Tuna. Um, no, I pizza's almost done. All right, good she's answer. getting the pizza. Good out. It was good pie. Um, and then finally, he'd be able to eat that pie. But yeah, the I just want to remind the fans what a lunatic I am, and also say this movie was like scaring me. Really? I like the spooky noise stuff. I'm a big noise guy. I always hear a noise, and I'm like toasty. So I'm like, what is that? Is that like an apparition? Or, like you think it's like a ghost in your apartment? I mean, sometimes. Is it the Scarlet Oak ghost? I mean, is it? Parsons, is Scarlet Oak haunted by a ghost? And have you caught it before? I work at a bar. I know you do. <laughs> We're talking about it. It's Scarlet Oak and hang on. It's very popular. Do you know the what the Scarlet Oak ghost is called? I don't. Give me one name. <laughs> <laughs> like you setting yourself up for Parsons' traps. <laughs> yes, hello. Welcome to the corner. <laughs> 
Shit, shit, shit. (laughs) 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 Baby! (laughs) You having a laugh? (laughs) (laughs) I did not see Cobweb. We're fat together. (laughs) Does Cobweb have Jason or Michael Myers in it? Oh, it doesn't? Then it sucks. Fuck you. You fucking shitty idiots. I own all of the Friday the 13th on DVD. Yes, yes, yes. God, that's good. All right. I could wear shorts year round. (laughs) That's the last one, I promise. I promise I won't do more. No, it's fine. Uh, 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 Yeah, cobweb. I think Anthony Starr needs to spread his wings a little bit more. Mm. And I'm not even, I'm like a middle, I'm in the middle of a laugh right now, but it's, I'm not even being facetious. Like, I think he's great. I think he The is. Boys is one of my most anticipated shows coming back this mm. fall or whenever it's supposed to come back. Uh, and I think Anthony Starr is that is the reason for it. Like, I'm not hanging in there with The Boys for Jack Quaid, mm. that cuck. <laughs> Jackie. He couldn't hold his father's jock or his uncle for that matter. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> Ooh, I like the Randy Quaid shout out. He needed that. He but really yeah. did. Randy hasn't worked in most of our lifetime. I agree. Anthony Starr, he's just one of those actors. He really pops. Every oh, yeah. time I see him in something, I'm like, fuck, this guy's good. He's like in the pocket. He's just like creeping everybody out. He's believable. He's good at being evil, like a fucked up dad or a bad superhero. Like I said, I'm not seeing him in enough things. I want to see him more. So I want to Cob- see him in enough studios here in the chill zone having a good. He British, I think he's Australian. Actually. Right, Australian. Good poll, mate. So that's Cobweb. You can get it on iTunes. I thought it was great. Did you watch Influencer? Um, enough to discuss. I do have a summary. Yes, I did watch this. If you want me to quarterback it? Uh, yeah, please. Um, there's another movie on iTunes as well called Influencer. This is another horror thriller, I guess you could call this one. It's less supernatural. Mm. Uh, while struggling on a solo backpacking trip in Thailand, social media influencer Madison meets CW, who travels with ease and shows her a more uninhibited way of living, but CW's interest in her takes a darker turn. CW. CW. My favorite network. I was wondering what the... There's, there's another CW reference in there somewhere. There's something... There's a character whose name is CW and something. I'm thinking of DW in the Mark Brown books, Arthur. Ooh. The Mark Brown Arthur books, I should say. That's a good pull. I went to elementary school with his daughter, Ooh. Eliza Brown. Word. That's a name drop. Fucking, pretty, pretty cool one. Fucking... Um, this movie, I thought, was good. I liked it. Somehow it has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I thought was a little lofty. But I thought this was solid. It's uh, from Kurt Davis or Kurt David Harder, who produced the VHS movies, or at least two of them. Mm. The ones we liked, I think. Good. I'm in. Um, there's that woman with the skin condition who's really pretty, but she has like a big mole on her face, which I found kind of alluring. Yeah, I like that too. It's the kind of thing where it's like you wouldn't normally see someone like that as the lead in a movie just because, you know, because mm. of whatever. She's like a total babe. It just oh, has yeah. this huge birthmark. It's very like noticeable. Yeah. She's on this vacation, said. the one girl, and then that girl ends up running into a woman who is it's sort of like a diet coke version of hostile 
would be how I would put this movie where it's like you run into this person who's going to heart hurt you, but they're not going to cut your Achilles and let you run across a cement floor and land on your face. Yeah, It's just going to be like, they'll shoot you and take over your Instagram account. Yeah. It was very like stylish. And, yeah. Like, cool. I was just watching and just like, Oh, this is like, I'm not, it didn't like wow me, but I was like, this is very interesting. And like, they carved out an interesting little nook of, uh, indie dopeness here. I wrote, um, I wrote that the main guy looked like the lead singer of Tame Impala. I don't know if that's interesting. dope. <laughs> I guess Did you know that Tame Impala is only one guy? <laughs> Kid. Kid, I've been saying. You know what's another band that's not... Uh... I mean, Tame Impala's good, but give me ZZ Top. Any <laughs> day of the week. <laughs> that's two guys. I'd like to see Tame Impala do this. In a small town. When I was down at the the rodeo, and they played a little... I already forgot the Henrietta voice. I'm just off the rails tonight. (laughs) Henrietta! Henrietta is uh, on my radar. She's my new gal. I feel Uh, like this is big, like, driving around in an old muscle car with the windows down energy. mm, I like that. Which is what I aspire to be as a human being. No doubt. No Old doubt. muscle car, though. New one's less funny. My car's just white trash. I need, like, a 68 Camaro. It's in awful condition. I need a car that's 100% death-proof, mm. quite frankly. Do you remember death-proof? The I Grand do. Marquis? Oh, yeah. Scott had, like, a 1993 Grand Marquis for way longer than he should have, and... <laughs> We used to call it Death Proof, like in the Quentin Tarantino movie, Death Proof. Mm. Which, does he consider that one of his 10 films? Yeah. It's in the list? Oh, yeah. Because it's kind of like a half movie. That's a film. That's one of them. I suppose it's a full hour and a half, right? Yeah. But it, was, it went up against, or went up with, rather, Planet Terror, the Robert Rodriguez movie, is like a, a bundle in theaters called Grindhouse. And you, me, and Brian went to see it in the middle of the day. And we were very toasty at the Patriot Cinemas in Hanover, which is now demolished. Yeah, there's a new theater that I still haven't been to. I went with my mom to see The Covenant. It's weird. Yeah. And it's not, you can't order at your seats. Mm. And I, so showcase to me is there are two all over the place where like some of the theaters have this screen. Some of the theaters have this screen. Mm. This one's Lux. This one's like Lux light. This is like, you don't get food at all. Like it, mm. I, I just, for me, I want consistency. Okay. I want the nice screen, the good sound, mm. the good seats, food that's brought to my seats. Some tendies. Whatever I want. If anything, we go back to the way they used to have it at the super Lux theaters where there's a a white uh, white linen napkin with a real glass of water that's free linens claire's linens hello um what else what else what else did you watch vacation friends too i watched a little bit of it and then i turned it off because it was really unfunny and bad yeah it stunk (laughs) stunk i watched all of it it was one of those movies where like everyone was trying so hard. I was almost like embarrassed. Yes. Even though like they're rich celebrities getting paid a fortune to be leads in a movie. I was like, oh God, this is like, I feel like bad for John Cena and this blonde babe having to deliver this fucking dialogue. The Jesus woman Christ. who plays John Cena's wife is dropping dud after dud after dud. Like scorching hot duds. <laughs> where, you're, where you're just like, ah, Jesus. Like, like drop out. Like, that's, I had to turn it off. Like, yeah. in a fever. I was just like, ah, zzz. 
Steve oh. Buscemi just slumming it. This is a guy who's has been nominated for Oscars and is in the greatest television show of all time in a rather meaty role. Boardwalk Empire, of course, is what you're yes, talking about. Actually. Yes, actually. <laughs> Boy, are you fat. Um, and she's in this, he's in this formulaic dud. Like, I love John Cena. He seems like a fucking hang. I liked the first one. We're forgetting this is Vacation Friends 2. And they're both straight to Hulu originals. And like, the first one was fun. Yeah, and the it, first one was good, but that's, that's, that's enough. It. That one being fun was like a fluke. The fact yes. that Vacation Friends is now a franchise, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, this is my review on Letterboxd. I wrote, uh, I actually really enjoyed the first one. This fell short for me. In classic comedy sequel fashion, Ooh. they took a successful premise, overcomplicated it with a seemingly much larger budget. I love John Cena and Lil Rel, but Steve Buscemi is a big miscast. The Boosh. He just wastes his time with shit. I didn't even get to the part where Buscemi showed up. He's in a large portion of the movie. He plays the blonde babe's dad. Maybe that'll get me to finish it. I'm kind of intrigued suddenly. Um, this movie's basically like Tom Cruise's American Maid meets Weekend at Bernie's and worse. That's a good sell. I'm going to finish this. <laughs> I'm back in. <laughs> meets like, they've been trying, like I said, this, they've been trying to recreate the planes, trains, and automobiles energy buddy comedy wise like buddy comedy slash buddy enemy like where's the line blurred between these guys hate each other and these guys are best friends yeah they'll never ever ever capture that lightning in a bottle again that was one and done steve martin and john candy throwing fucking smoke at the peak of their funny yeah and they just don't done any movie that tries to do it they just try to be like it too much and it's too similar yes i don't know they all yeah muck it up i can't think of a good there are some, but not recently. I never said that. I thought you did. Um, I also watched Monster, the Charlize <laughs> Theron, Patty Jenkins movie yesterday. Oh, word? Yeah. Were I'd you? seen it in 2005 when it came out, but or three, whatever. But uh, I got to say, wasn't that much fun. Did you prefer it to Patty Jenkins' most recent theatrical outing, Wonder Woman 1984? I would say she should stick to drama. Mm. And that Wonder Woman 1984 looked like one of the biggest abominations in history. And I hated the first one that people talked about like it was great. So Gal Gadot underwear model or barista at Starbucks, do not make a movie ever again. Fucking monster I never saw, but I do. Uh, people seem to like it. That Charlize Oscar-winning performance? I have a hot take. Ooh. Charlize Theron in it that everybody says, like, oh, isn't it amazing that she was able to get so ugly for this? Mm -hmm. I'm still in. What, you'd... Uh... Would. Yeah, no doubt. If she stayed looking like Monster. <laughs> I'm still scared. in. With the gut and the weird face and, like, no eyebrows and Being no makeup. Scary. scary eyes. Crazy murderer eyes. I'm still in. I'm not out. I don't need, you know, fast X Charlize. I don't need young adult Charlize. I don't need the bone collector. I like Arrested Development Charlize. Agreed, yeah. That's a good one. Is she in the fucking bone collector? No, I don't think so. Who is that? Like That's Angelina Jolie. Fucking remember her? Fucking <clears throat> I, I had sex with her on the set of fucking Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Did you really? What was that like? Was it good? Did it feel nice on your penis? It, it was whatever. 
I guess it was whatever. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the bone collector? Fucking. Are you, call you, me the fucking I was bone say, collector. Can we call you the bone collector. Fucking. Ah, <laughs> uh, I actually thought that was a forgettable, shitty uh, serial killer type movie. I'm not a big Denzel guy, as fans know, and I don't Blasphemy. think that's one of his better movies. You think it is, or you don't think it is? Don't think. Okay. What's your favorite Denzel movie? Can't say Training Day. You don't have enough. You hate them all. Otherwise, I would imagine. Training Day? No, I don't hate them all. I just think he's in a bunch of whatever kind of stuff. It's unfortunate. He's in a bunch of like Equalizer type movies. He Got where Game. You're, where you're like, I guess that's okay. He Got Game, I've never seen. Awesome. Malcolm X, Awesome. Malcolm X, I should watch. That's like a, a homework flick. assignment. No, it's good. It's good. Oh, it's not okay. boring. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. He's good in everything. He got game in particular. I know. American Gangster, I think, is very underrated. Yeah. People shit on it like, oh, I think it's great. Yeah. Idris Elba getting shot in the face. That's a cool scene. Cool scene. One wow. time, the one of the actually, I'd say the hardest laugh I've ever had in my entire life. I was outside of uh, Yvonne's restaurant where some of our friends have run and owned, and um, mm. so I Trey and I used to go there all the time. And we were standing. There's like a side entrance, and there was a guy in the side entrance walking in, and he had on like a like a ridiculous like Technicolor Dreamcoat jacket. He looked like like bumpy johnson in american gangster mm. and i remember saying i looked at trey and he looked at me and like we both knew like what the bit was going to be one of those where you could just tell before you had to even say it and then i was like bumpy i could barely get the words out like bumpy johnson and like mm. we just i was laughing so hard i thought i wasn't going to be able i couldn't breathe i was like <laughs> <laughs> the best the good stuff love that <clears throat> Like I could text him Bumpy Johnson at Avon's right now and it would get a laugh. And it's one of those. Like it's like a portilla cackle. <laughs> For folks that don't know, Portilla is our Porsche de Rossi. And Scott and I were seeing, I want to say, Underworld Evolution at the Pain of Our Patriot Cinema. Mm -hmm. I looked over at him or he looked over to me. Did I say it or did you say it? That's the question. I think you said it. I can't remember. You looked at me and you said Portilla, like <laughs> under your breath. And we were jazzed, a little high. It was my weed days, and we—I laughed at that. That was probably the biggest laugh of my entire life, just because, for whatever reason, we didn't want to have an out loud, out loud laugh in the theater. Those are some of the biggest laughs I've ever had. Like just oh, like something yeah. dumb happens in a theater, and you're just like, <laughs> you're just like cackling because you shouldn't be. It's it's the good stuff. Have we been shushed for cackling before? <clears throat> I feel like we got shushed for cackling at Knocked Up. That probably just make me laugh more. Someone like, hey, shush. Like, <laughs> like I used to get thrown psycho. <laughs> I used to get thrown out of class. I get in trouble like as a college student for laughing in class. Like I never grew out of that. Like quiet rooms to me are death. Like I've laughed at funerals and gotten dirty looks. Like I cannot stop. Hmm. It's the good stuff. Nothing's ever funnier than when you're not supposed to be laughing you're doing the slow breath thing that doesn't fucking work <laughs> that always just makes you laugh more because that in itself is kind of funny mm. the idea of like okay I'll, I'll get out of this um is that enough might be enough who have you hooked up with okay let's get into it uh making a list um shit what are your plugs man 
I mean... When can we see your special? Ooh, it's going to be on Tubi very mm. shortly. It's going to be called... Uh, I don't know. I TBD. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't even... Um, yes, I'm at Skip Season. Shoot us an email off the podcast at gmail.com. Check out South Shore Boys podcast. Uh, we had some fun guests on recently. Jay Martin, John Tilson. We're going to be having Ank back on at Good some point. You. We'll maybe have Parsons on someday. Dan's, I would love to join. Dan's a huge fan, even though you haven't met yet. He'd be wowed like you're a celebrity if you popped on. Good for you. And, uh, yeah. Rye, where can the fans find you? Uh, ankfit.com, A N K underscore F I T at Instagram, Anknerd Instagram. And you can find me at uh, AtlanticMechanical.net. I actually have linked, I've created my own OnlyFans and linked it to the Atlantic Mechanical website. So you can see like deep inside my urethra and a prostate exam results that I have. And my own spin on OnlyFans. And it's all on Joe Grata's company website. Okay. And there's like plenty of like butthole pics there. Mostly spread urethras. Okay. That's the new wave. Oh, I like to insert shit? things into my urethra. Oh, like what kind of things? Q-tip. Oh, okay. Pipe cleaner. Okay. A chapstick. <laughs> the whole thing. Soda bottle. <laughs> Boop. Kids just fucking freestyling. Uh, that sounds fun. Is that enough? I think that's enough. I think that's enough. We didn't play the normal music because I was playing this, but Rizzi for continuity's sake. We're Zuzi Top Guys, but for continuity's sake. Why don't you guys have a good one? Have a goo and have a Bud Light in Kid Rock in his name. I would never. I, I don't. I'd have to like listen back to remember which Southern woman I am as Henrietta. Um, she sounded like a great girl. I can't wait to talk to her. She a more. great big fat person. Oh, you don't know what pain is. Have a good one. Toughened your nipples, didn't it? Oh, and Senator, just one more thing. <laughs> have a goo. <laughs> Love your suit. Um, have Bye. a goo. Bye. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs>